Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch the Show, hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And once again, we sat on our couches and watched a lot of NFL football, and this time probably got more upset than we did last week comparatively at officials and a lot of other stuff that was happening. But we're going to break down everything that happened in week five of the NFL season, and we're going to continue our pick Week six, David and I both surprisingly had good weeks last week. Uh, didn't look like that at, at the time of the noon games, but, you know, we, we rallied late, I guess. Mm. So come on, that, that was always good, but we're going to break all that stuff down. Best and worst performers of the week. All that's coming up next. Stick around. Come on. All right. We have to talk about it. We are recording this Tuesday. Uh, just so Monday Night Football is rather fresh in our minds. Our beloved Chiefs, of course, squared off against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and David, you already bet your best performer of the week has something to do with what I want to talk about. So why don't you just intro it? My uh, best performer of the week is NFL Twitter. I, uh, I couldn't tell you where I saw this comment, whether it was under... Monday Night Football or Sports Center or some random person, but the comment said, "I think this is the most united that we have ever been as a people." Because, <laughs> bro, everyone was upset about the roughing the passer call, which which continued from the Falcons Bucks games, uh, Bucks game with that hit on Tom Brady. I mean, every single person, um, I mean, players, analysts. Uh, the announcers, which are supposed to, you know, be kind of unbiased and are hired by the NFL, were saying this is bad. Like everybody, like unanimously, was just like, that was horrible. Booger McFarlane was kind of going too far pregame. He was low key like trashing everybody and like, bro, you're hired by these people. But it's like, I mean, he's got a point. Like that's just a bad roughing the passer call on on Chris Jones, and I- I'm thankful it didn't impact the game. It almost kind of helped the Chiefs because it fired him up, but that could have had pretty negative effects on the game, and it should have been a closer game going into halftime. But, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that absolutely I, – I think you could say there's a 90% chance that if if that call doesn't happen, we get the fumble recovery and everything like you should have. The Chiefs go down and score, uh, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal. They go down and score, going with momentum, and then they're getting the ball back at half too. Um, so that was a big play. But, yeah, I just – can we like, I, I don't know, the NFL needs to figure this out. So we have the whole Tua situation that happened. And then we have actually that that situation kind of come back again th- this weekend with now the eye in the sky is spotted uh, is their spotting players. So now we're going to see whether if guys stumble at all, if their legs are dead, are they going to they going to get taken out of the game, which you want to be extra cautious. But how are we having? How, how can we not have protection for Tua in a case where that was not called roughing the passer? The hit on Tua was not called roughing the passer, the one where he, nope. his head was slammed into the ground. And you could argue whether that is or not, but by the by the rule that they're calling now, that's got to be roughing the passer. They didn't call it then. And then Tom Brady's wimpy little sack in against the Falcons, which Brady has been long been a recipient of some very generous roughing the passer calls. But the same yeah. the same sack happens against Mahomes last night, essentially. Yeah, it doesn't he get got called. thrown. Yep. And I was kind of angry just because if that's how we're going to call it, we need to call it that way. And then you have the Derek Carr thing. Just can we figure it out? Like one week, the NFL's like quarterbacks don't matter at all. And now they matter way too much. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. We already have all these protections in place for quarterbacks. They can, they slide all the time. You can't hit them you know, low whenever they're in the pocket. You know, obviously can't enhance to the face, nothing like that. They already have a bunch of extra protections. It is now impossible almost to rush the quarterback. It's a, the defense already has a hard job, and they're making it even harder with these rules. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think Jones was correct in that they either need to definitively change the way the rule is read, because you could argue the officials are following the rule, which means it's a bad rule. Or they should make it reviewable. Roughing the passer yeah. should be reviewable. Because you go back to the replay booth and you clearly see that what's what's Chris Jones supposed to do? Stop gravity? Yeah. He's going to fall on him. Yeah. There's nothing you do. Well, yeah. And I, he, he made a really good point. And honestly, dude, guy's a better dude than I am. 
his self-control and the calmness that he that he portrayed in that post-game interview blew me away because I would have been fired up. But he was like, you know, I'm 325 pounds running full speed at a quarterback. Like, how am I supposed to tackle this man? Like, what am I supposed to do? And, yeah, he even said, like, I braced my fall with my left hand. The ball was in my right, tucked. Like, uh, there's nothing I could have done. And, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, if they're going to have so much emphasis and so much um, talk on this roughing the passer, if it's going to be talked about so much, then it needs to be reviewed, I think. If there's so much emphasis, I think there needs to be a way. And, like, they might come back with, well, it adds too much time to the game. Well, then I'm like, well, then stop emphasizing it so much because – if we're going to emphasize this penalty so much, then it needs to be able to be reviewed because that's like game altering. I think the Falcons could have won that game. They would have yeah. got the ball back with two minutes left, down six, and the way they'd been playing that second half, they could have driven down and won. And uh, yeah, it's just it's frustrating. I'm glad it didn't hurt the Chiefs. Although in 2018, when Chris Jones barely nicked Tom Brady's face mask in the AFC Championship game, that, that actually hurt the did yeah. hurt the Chiefs. That that would have been a they would have got the ball back and, and with the lead and who knows what happened there. So it's like, and we should also say Mahomes this has out. been the benefit of this as well. Mm. Um, he's also benefited from some pretty questionable roughing the passer calls. And this is not new. The, when they changed the pass interference rules after that Saints uh, Rams game, after the worst, I think worst missed call ever, maybe in yeah. NFL history, like that was blatant. I just, and there's no reason the ref should have missed that. They they reacted, and you think they overreacted. But pass interference is always going to be tricky. Roughing the passer hasn't really been tricky until the last five years, and they've just made mm-hmm. it worse. They've made yep. it way harder to understand. And I I just don't – it it kills defense's momentum. And then you do the in-the-grasp argument, which they try to make, but now in-the-grasp doesn't matter either because players like Mahomes will be in-the-grasp and then still throw the ball. Well, yeah. you want defenders to not take out the quarterback, then you got to enforce that more heavily. But nobody wants mm-hmm. that. Nobody wants to have touch football out there. Nobody wants the, you know, we want to see Mahomes, while getting tackled, still manage to throw something. But in the in-the-grasp rule, he should be down at that point yeah they just they gotta they gotta soften this i and yeah. i think if the quarterbacks are gonna fight against that uh, it, it's an argument you could say well it's jeopardizing player safety but it's it player safety should be universal you know mm-hmm. obviously quarterbacks the most important player on the field we all know that they should protect them but it should be universal you shouldn't you shouldn't get significantly more protection just because you play the quarterback position versus any other position on the field yeah, I agree. I mean, hey, you're in full pads. You're an adult. They they choose to play this physical game. And uh, I think if we're not careful, the more rules we put, I think we might see more injuries with the defense, right? If Chris Jones tries to pull up or spin off, and we've already mm-hmm. seen that a couple times, like trying to be so careful not to get flagged that we're seeing defenders get injured because they're falling off and hitting another guy or they're all twisted weird trying to get avoid the hit and like, there comes a point where there's so many rules that we, the pendulum swings and now we're seeing more injuries. Right. Like, I don't know. They're playing scared now because they don't want to get called. And that's going to get, I think that's going to, you're going to get more injuries. I think it's just, man, this game's physical and I know we want to protect players, but there comes a point where all of these men decided to play this game and there's some hard hitting plays. And that's just because that happened with Josh Allen and the Ravens. He, uh, he got sacked late in the game, which I, I wouldn't say it won the game for the Bills because who knows what happened. But it really – it significantly helped keep that drive alive. And Allen just got hit very hard, and they saw the hard hit, and Allen threw his hands up, and they throw the flag. Well, looking back, it was a completely legal hit. He just hit him super hard. So, like, right, man, we can't just start throwing flags just because it's a hard hit on the quarterback. Like, this is the game. They signed up to play this. They're going to get hard, and mm-hmm. I think that's just how it, it, that's just how it is. And every single rule change like this has gone against the defense. Like the way that we yeah. moved, everything has gone against the defense. That's why I'm not, I know a lot of people are pro, like if the ball is batted out of the end zone on a fumble or whatever, if the ball goes out of the end zone, it, it shouldn't be a touchback and go to the other team. It should, it, they should just get possession wherever they lost it. That's the only rule we have that benefits the defense significantly. Mm. Every other rule 
benefits the offense. They don't call offensive pass interference ever, even though it happens all the time. You could argue no. as much as defensive pass interference. Yeah, that's that's the only way the Bengals get big plays is their receivers they're, push off. Receivers do it constantly, and they know yeah. they can't because they're not going to get flagged for it. And I, I also started noticing the second half, you could tell that there were a significant amount of 50-50 calls that went the Chiefs' way. Mm-hmm. And I think that the rest were cognizant of we screwed you over on this stupid roughing the passer call, and now we're going to start calling everything, which you don't want. I don't want makeup calls. I want the game to be consistent. And right now it's mm-hmm. not being consistent. So they got to change this rule or they got to, yeah. I don't know, retrain the refs on how to call it. Yeah. And like last thing, because we, we spent a lot of time on this, but rightfully so, it's it's relevant. I, mm-hmm. I'm not one of the guys that rips at every ref mistake. Dude, that game is so fast, and they are humanized trying to watch a million things. Right. There was there was a holding call on Chris that last drive that wasn't called that I was upset with, but also there was a holding call on Max Crosby when the Chiefs were like. So I understand they miss calls. That there's stuff like that every time, but a, a call like this is huge. Like it's it's and I and easy all eyes are on the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, it's not like that's not a thing that'll get lost in the shuffle where there's a hole in every play. You just got to if you look hard enough for it, like everybody's paying attention to the quarterback. That's not something you're risking not seeing. There's a guy that is just watching the QB the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you just got to know the call. So I agree. It should be reviewable. It'd take 10 seconds. Last night, they'd see that. Like, I'd say within 15 seconds to be like, nope, we saw a brace with the left hand, right hand had the ball. Yeah. No, it's Chiefs ball, you know, and that could be an easy yeah. review. I don't think it would add that much time. So. All in all, that was my best performance was NFL Twitter just unifying uh, on this horrible call. And um, mm-hmm. it was kind of fun to see, but not because it was my team. But, yeah. And my best performance was also connected to Monday Night Football. And that's Hunter Renfro and coverage. All right. So, you know, the Chiefs were struggling. Devonta Adams was absolutely burning Rashad Fenton all over the map. Um, there was just nothing we could do. But our guy, you know, our, our turncoat, the Benedict Arnold, of the Las Vegas Raiders, Hunter Renfro just decided, what if I just take Devontae Adams out myself? Mm. What if I just do that? Um, and, you know, last play, crucial. It looks like Devontae Adams is going to once again break free uh, and probably be open for a, a deep bomb that could, I mean, win the game, essentially. And Hunter Renfro says, no, not today. I'm going to run into you. This is what's going to happen. Because this the is The hero team. we didn't know we needed. Yeah, and the Raiders are always – maybe the best performer of the week is Raiders Raidering because that mm. was just classic Raiders. Uh, them yeah. and the Falcons are just they, – they have an art uh, about them. They're, they're the best, oh, my God, we're going to lose this game in the stupidest way possible teams. Mm. Um, the Chargers are up there as well. You could say the, the Cleveland Browns are now sneaky, really mm. good. We're going to lose this game any way possible. But, yeah, just ton of rim on coverage. Shout out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, respect. Thank you, brother. <laughs> um, my worst performance of the week, Loki could have been Spag's first half decisions to guard the best receiver in football one-on-one with no safety help. But I chose not to do that because he did make an adjustment. Uh, mine is Bengals play calling and Zach Taylor. Um, I feel like this is slightly talked about a lot, but just I'm bringing it to the surface for the first time because, I, dude, I, I've heard this, and I've, I've kind of said it to you guys, but I think the Bengals have really bad coaches. I really don't think they have great coaching staff, and I think the players are so insanely talented that they make up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll tell you why I have this. So Sunday night, um, they just – another questionable, questionable play calls, uh, including having the ball second and goal. Second to last drive of the game, they're at the two-yard line, and they try to run a Philly special. Uh, that gets sniffed out by Marcus Peters, and it is a negative 12-yard loss. And then second to last drive, same drive, fourth and two at the two. They try a chick play shovel pass to their receiver five that is bobbled and almost picked off. Now, mind you, Joe Mixon had 101 yards rushing and averaged almost five yards per carry this entire game. Um, yeah. And – you know, that may not seem terrible, but this is kind of a, a repeat, right? This almost lost, this pretty much lost in the Super Bowl, should have lost in the AFC Championship. Um, dude, I'm convinced at this point that their deep game is throwing deep into double coverage. 
with the hopes of either getting a catch or a defensive pass interference call. Which in their defense happens a lot. It happens a lot. Like there, there has been film that shows Jamar Chase on first, second, third, and fourth down in some cases where they go for it, run four straight fades in a row. These same route. Like I, he is Jamar Chase is, especially with last year's performance, he might even be a top five receiver in the league, and mm-hmm. like. I just really just questionable play calling, just really, really rough play calling. They possibly could have even won that game, but um, I don't know, Zach Taylor. I don't know what you're doing. I know there were Bengals fans who were like almost calling for his head. Like I know we we've been successful and I know we lost the Super Bowl, but when does this start to come up? Because his play calling is just atrocious. So yeah, I think there's always been questions around him too, which is interesting. It's not this thing that you normally associate with a coach that has had as much success in the short amount of time as he has. But I, I think, yeah, I, I think that they win in spite of him many game, many games they win in spite of Zach Taylor and in mm-hmm. spite of what he's doing, which is not really what you want. He's not one of those coaches. He's not, he doesn't feel to me like a, like a Sean McVay or a Bill Belichick, um, mm-hmm. which obviously those are really high bars, but guys that you win because of them and because of the matchups that they can set. Andy Reid's obviously in that class as well. You could also put Shanahan in there. Um, but it feels like they win in spite of Zach Taylor a lot. But, yeah, they, I don't – and he, I don't know. There was a lot of decision-making at the end of that game that was – it was risky. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that if you look at the talent that the Bengals offense has, and then you look at their performances and you could say the line is bad, but the chiefs had a terrible O line. Um, and you know, Mahomes still played well, made it to the Super Bowl, and they've done it before, but it seems like mm-hmm. their offensive play calling is just not good. Um, yeah. And they're not yeah. going to get anywhere near the level they've been in the past. If they don't pick that up. So, well, no, they even, Joe even said in the post game, like, Oh, if they played two deep safeties, like we're not right. going to be able to take shots, you know, for the rest of the year. It's like, I mean, yeah, that's figured out, man. <laughs> yeah, you got to so. you got to scheme around what you have. I mean, everybody would love to have a great offensive line, but sometimes you don't. And they figured it out in some ways last year, but this year, yeah, I don't know what they've been doing, but they've been disappointing, I would say for sure. Um, so yeah, he's not very good in my opinion either. Uh, my worst performer of the week. Is not a football team. It, it it is a team from America's pastime. Yeah, Come on. yeah. It is it is a team from America's pastime, and that it is far past the time in which the majority of American sports fans actually gave a crap about this sport. But the whoa, baseball playoffs whoa, whoa, whoa. are going on right now. Don't act, David. You don't even watch the baseball playoffs, okay? You would you would rather watch it. it uh, this situation will probably happen, but you would not watch an MLB playoff game over Commanders Bears on Thursday night. You won't. So so don't talk to me about about it. The Royals um, are in it, you know, so I'm just like, uh Well, yeah, but this is my point. The Chiefs are not playing in that game either. That's two of the worst teams in the league, and you're going to tune in. That's fair. Football is my yeah. favorite sport, though, so that's fair. Um, anyway, the Mets, uh, you had one job, okay? Every other New York <laughs> sports team that's playing right now is good. The Giants pick up a win in London against Aaron Rodgers. The Jets just beat the Dolphins. Uh, they're above 500. And the Yankees are also good and in the playoffs right now. And the Mets, with their sad little trumpets, have squandered away the season and have become the most Mets Mets of all Mets. I don't know a lot about baseball, but I know that if the Mets can find a way to lose, they'll do it. They will search out a way. They'll find a way to lose. They made no moves at the trade deadline. Again, too much into baseball right now. And then, yeah, they played the trumpets down six runs at home. To try to get people fired up. Yikes. Dude, what are you guys doing? How how are you the worst team now? You, you The Knicks couldn't disappoint anybody because they're not playing yet. Okay? So that they got off lucky mm. there. Because if the Knicks yeah. were playing right now, they, they probably – which they are. They're in preseason, but that doesn't count. Uh, but you have the one time that the Jets and the Giants are above 500 at the same time, and the Mets can't even win a wild card series after leading their division for the entire year. So, Mets, you let down the city of New York or yeah. East Rutherford, New Jersey. 
I guess, because that's where the Giants and the Jets play. <laughs> yeah, they really. What's funny is they really they had a they were they had a seal in the East and uh, they they had a losing streak and then they ended up the Braves ended up winning the East and then they lose the first wild card. Like, rest in peace. So bad. So 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 bad. Um, also, and again, like. Could have had one weekend in New York sports where everybody was good at one time, which has never happened ever. And the Mets were like, mm, what if we suck, though? Mm-hmm. Hey, though, shout out to the Phillies who swept the Cardinals and beat the Braves in game one today. So, hey, man, baseball is all about runs. And Philadelphia is having a moment. The city of Philadelphia is having a moment. This is the best best time to be a Philadelphian since they invented cheese whiz. Come on. Hey, dude. Momentum and uh, confidence, and he's got it. Hey, also, shout out Mariners beating the Astros. We still don't like the Astros because they cheated, so let's go. Yeah, America hates the Astros, and so do we. All right, that was that was talking baseball um, here on this podcast, and I hope we never have to do it again. I plan on not recapping the World Series for all of you. Uh, pick up results for week five. Both David and I had pretty stellar weeks. I was actually surprised when I went back and looked through all this stuff. David uh, went 10-6. and six escaping the nine and seven pit that he has been in for, for a couple of weeks um, and is now 45 and 35 overall. And, and me, uh, your boy, the guy, I went 11 and five again, um, another great performance. And I am now 47 and 33 overall on the season. Hey, you're just two games ahead. Hey, I, I, I am, I was fuming about a pick I got wrong. And you, you probably won't guess about the game. It's probably ridiculous, the game I was fuming about. But I was so upset at the, Col- at the Colts and Broncos. Colts are the most <laughs> just inept and just ugly and disgusting-looking team. And somehow the Broncos lost. Broncos should have won that game. Broncos country, somehow... let's die. Broncos, Broncos country, let's cry. Broncos somehow just fell apart because the Colts just looked so just atrocious and inept and so bad and they somehow win that game but didn't a part of you actually most of you enjoy that because watching the broncos spend 245 million dollars on a quarterback who is not good uh in a way yes but also don't away me come on you you've been preying on their downfall i gotta stop picking because i I mean obviously division rival like i want him to lose but like because i picked the broncos i was like Dude, the Colts look so just so atrocious and just and they somehow win that game. But David, I was so upset. You're I was not, so upset. You're not betting like actual money on this. So what is to stop you from rooting against your pick? It's not. What's it gonna do? What are you? Well, what just, are you that worried I'm just gonna. I'm unless it's just an obvious. I'm gonna stop just picking in favor of a of a West team or a team I want to lose. Like I'm just gonna choose the other team. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Okay. I just can't do it, you know. But okay. no, hey, it's good weeks. Hey, good well, week. if you would have known that Russell Wilson claims to have a partially torn lat, um, then then yeah, you may not have picked that. But that's what's happening. So yeah, that's it's unfair. His his partially torn lat is why he always throws into triple coverage instead of throwing into the wide open receiver who is standing in the end zone without someone within five yards of him. Um, yeah. Hey, who threw? Who threw a better fit, Camler or Devontae Adams with the helmet thing? Devontae Adams. He yeeted I, his helmet in one throw, but and then he and then he yeeted well, a he also NFL just, worker. He also just yeah pushed a man down, just an innocent cameraman. Uh, probably I don't know, maybe wasn't looking at. Thought it was Hunter Renfro running <laughs> about to run into him again. Uh, <laughs> it was like, oh no, not this again, and pushed him down. I don't is know. Is Hunter alive? Should we check on him? Is he good? Is this? I'm sure he's like- okay. <laughs> He's okay. He's got Dabo Sweeney in his back pocket, and Dabo Sweeney seems like the guy that would do yeah. awful things for his players. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, all right, let's just get into actual football. Thursday night football kicks off with the stinker of all stinkers. Uh, commanders at Bears. Uh, commanders 1-4, and four, Bears 2-3, and three, literal even odds. Vegas doesn't even know who you should bet on this. Uh, oh, no, yeah. Not a single team is favored. Uh, the commanders are coming fresh off of a press conference in which their head coach said their problem with their team was simply just quarterback uh, when asked <laughs> a question about why the other NFC East teams are good. And the Bears have a problem with 
scoring, offense, being pleasing to the eye. Um, Although they almost came back against the Vikings. They tied it yeah. up at one point. Yeah, we'll have the conversation about are the Vikings the worst four-on-one team in NFL history a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> David, who are you thinking for this Commanders-Bears matchup that is sure to sure to be one of the ugliest games we've ever seen? No, I don't even know. I Both of these teams are just not good. And um, who's the home team? I'm just going to take the home team. Bears. Bears. Yeah. Give me the Bears. I will say their their last second spark, they dropped 22 points there. They so we found out they can score points. Like there's not something that's literally preventing them from doing that. What dude, I don't even know. I I'll take the Bears. Washington is 1 and 4. I don't Are they really a 1 and 4 team because I feel like well, we don't know. Are the Jags good or are they bad? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't think the Jags know. So yeah, I'll yeah. take, I'll just give me the Bears because I don't know. They have a better record in their home, so <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna side with you just because I think that we're right in the Ron Rivera fired zone here, and I think that if the Commanders lose, they get that Ron Rivera gets fired, and I just don't see. I, I mean, I guess you could make the argument that maybe Carson Wentz responds to the to the haters and puts up a good performance. But like you said, the Bears had a little bit of momentum. Um, being home, I think, obviously helps a little bit uh, at Soldier Field. And uh, are we are know. we gonna get are we gonna get a Herm Edwards situation with the Commanders? I don't think he'll get fired on the field. <laughs> oh, well, I uh, mean, like if if there was a coach that was gonna get fired on the field, it was gonna be Matt Rule. Well, also, um, well, that's true. Fired. <laughs> but also with like the leaking of information to other teams, so they get the coach fired, like that that whole thing that happens. At what Arizona information State. on what information on Washington would you need to leak? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, they're just not good. Hey, hey so. this Carson Wentz guy makes bad decisions. Oh, by the way, even though we said uh, the quarterback is the main problem, we have like the 30th ranked defense in the league. Uh, <laughs> we we can't rush the passer. Also, can't defend anybody in space. Um, and our owner's a moron. Uh, <laughs> like what? I don't know. It's weird to say this, but the Bears have a better trajectory right now than the team that they're playing, which it you didn't think was possible, but it is if you're playing the Washington Commanders. Hey, they uh, find they, ways to win. Yeah, they do, and the Commanders find ways to lose. Uh, and mm-hmm. now they're probably gonna win by like three touchdowns and make us look dumb. Um, yeah. up next we have the 49ers at the Falcons. 49ers three and two. Falcons two and three. Niners just spanked the Panthers, uh, a defensive just showcase, I guess you could say. And, and Debo somehow got me 11 fantasy points. That's it. But that's yeah, okay. And they are, they are favored minus five and a half at the Falcons. Falcons are so weird. Yeah, they are. Because they, actually, they, like, they love to almost win. They're like addicted to it. It's their drug. Yeah. Well, it's weird, though. Like when you see them like put together a drive, they look pretty good. They really do. But yeah. They still don't have Cordero Patterson. He's out three more games, I think, which is a he's like a Swiss their whole offense pocket knife, dude. He can do a little bit of everything. Did you just say Swiss pocket knife instead of Swiss Army knife? I knew that was wrong, dude. I <laughs> knew that was wrong. That's why we're here. That's why you're here. Let's go. That's the only right. reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, give me the Niners, dude. They're they're on fire right now. Um, they've scored 24 and 37 points the last two weeks. I didn't think that was possible for this team. Um, but they look good. They got some other running back core, Jeff Wilson, um, and a couple other guys, and they don't necessarily need Debo to do everything. Um, and now Debo's kind of simply a receiver now, um, and he's not used in every, every area. So Niners are feeling good. Um, again, Falcons don't have Cordell Patterson and the Niners have a very good defense. So Mm -hmm. I think the Niners win this without having though Nick Bosa, that will hurt. And, Emmanuel Mosley. So they did they did lose some pieces. So Yeah, that's that's kinda why I'm skewing the other way. Also, I think the Falcons are just so weird that they could win this game. I could easily mm-hmm. see them winning this game. I'm not enamored with what Jimmy G did, and I think the Niners just came off a game against the literal worst team in the league. I think the Panthers are far and away the worst team in the league. I honestly don't understand how they're as bad as they are, but they are that bad. Um, so bad that it seems like they're just going to start shopping around Christian McCaffrey and then packing in this season. 
Um, hey, Falcons are five and zero against the spread this year, and I'm yeah. assuming that they've been not favored in every game, so they've either covered. No, or Falcons. Won. Falcons are big time covering the fourth quarter or lose the outright money line win in the fourth quarter. Uh, I just feel like they can do something wonky, and I, I think they'll come back and I think they can win this game. Um, this might I'm be a. It. This oh. could be a weirdly good game though. Yeah, I think this is sneaky. one of those that could definitely be entertaining. But there's a 0% chance that it's going to be on my television because I'm sure CBS is going to make me watch, like, Jags Colts or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have that. Uh, all right. Up next, Patriots 2-3 and three at Browns 2-3. and three. The Browns are favored minus 3. The Patriots two. just shut down what was the top three offense in the league. Um, I picked the Patriots just on a... I don't know, Matt Patricia revenge game reason? I don't know, but it, it ended up working. Zappy yeah, looks I don't even better know. than Mac Jones has any time this year. Yeah, What's going dude, on with this team? I, well, I've kind of seen flashes. I think this defense has been pretty good the whole year. Um, and I know that like the record may not necessarily show that, but they've had flashes. And I feel like a Bill Belichick team has always had a pretty good defense. They've had well-disciplined guys. He's and, a defensive coach. He knows how to use the yeah, he has. and now with this rookie quarterback, they're looking pretty good. And you got Damian Harris, uh, and you got a Ramondre Stevenson, um, running back, uh, 24-year-old, and they're both kind of splitting carries. I don't know. They might have kind of found something because they looked the lot. The, every time I've seen Zappy on the field, they've looked pretty good. Uh, and he almost beat the Packers. So. I think two weeks ago, this was an easy pick for me, but I think it's a little tough now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? I'm thinking we overreacted to the Patriots at the beginning of the season. Here's why. You look and you see that 7-20 to loss against Miami, and you're like, ugh, what are, what's going on with the Patriots? People forget the Patriots were in that game at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that really gutsy fourth down call was what gave the Dolphins the win. They then beat the Steelers, a, re- a pretty bad team, a very bad team. Um, they lost to the Ravens, they lost to the Packers, and they just beat the Lions. If you look at the quarterbacks that they got beat by, um, Tua looked like he was going to have an MVP season before he got hurt. Yep. Lamar Jackson, Aaron mm. Rodgers. You know, and if their defense is going up against a bad quarterback, I mean, they're not, with the exception of the Ravens game. They haven't given up more than – they gave up 27 points to the Packers, 37 to the Ravens. Outside of that, those two very good quarterbacks, they gave up 14 and zero last week and 20 week one to a very explosive Dolphins team. I think their defense is pretty good, and I think that Jacoby Brissett is pretty not. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go Patriots here. Yeah, that's – and I think they're just – Bill Belichick is such a good coach. I think he just has a good way of, of for them to be able to feed off a, a win like that. Like for them to just come out and every for, – for you to – in the NFL to win 29 to nothing, for you to score over 25 points and hold the other team to a zero, every phase of the game played well. doesn't matter who yeah. you're playing. It's yeah. hard to do that in the NFL. So yeah. for them to come out with a pretty much perfect game, I think Bill's going to ride this confidence. And I think this team got a little bit of a – like, maybe like, hey, the outside noise doesn't matter. Like, we can do this. Like, we're we can compete. And yeah, I think the Patriots win this game. Um, Jacoby's had flashes of really playing well and kind of controlling this team, but he's also had flashes where, you know, I think it's been he's thrown what stat was it? Two or three interceptions within the final minute of the game. Yeah. This year, and both of those ended up resulting in a loss for them. Like He's a backup. He's a solid backup, but that's sometimes and oftentimes not good enough. And also, you have to factor in the former Patriots QB thing. Mm. Bill is pretty darn good, with the exception of the one game against the Tom Brady Bucks, against former – he's good against former coaches that were under him and former players. And I, I just think that I, – I don't – I, I think there's a version of this where the Browns run all over them, but I, I'm just going to go with the Patriots here. I'm going to go with Belichick, and I think that their defense is playing pretty well right now. Yeah, I think if the Pats can stay within a possession or two and they hit the fourth quarter, I think the Pats will be in good position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Up next, we have Jets, who are three and two. Oh my gosh. At the Packers, who are also three and two, coming off a tough Woo! loss in London. Uh, Packers are favored minus seven in this game. Obviously, the London week? thing looks really bad. What? Tell me what you said last week when we were choosing the Jets, trying to choose the Jets game against the Dolphins. What did you say to me? I don't remember. Just you tell said, me. Should we pick the Jets in this? <laughs> and I'm going to present the same question. Should we pick the Jets in this? Okay, here's why I think that this decision is not hard. Um, first of all, the Packers are going to be pissed coming off that London loss, um, and it's at Lambeau. Second, Jets' win looks very good last week, right? You're thinking about the Dolphins, a pretty good team. But but who was playing quarterback for the Dolphins in that game? Whoa. For the majority of the game. Former right. K-State Skylar Thompson, but he's a winner. He is a um, winner. I don't think so. I really don't think he's a winner. <laughs> um, and I think that that was a nightmare scenario. And I, I, I see the Jets having a letdown game here. Um, I'm just going to go with the Packers. And maybe it's a trick of my brain. I'm like, well, the Packers have to be better than the Jets. If the Jets win, I'll be, I, I'll probably be rooting for the Jets in this game even though I'm picking against them, mm. but I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I was joking. I think the Packers win, mainly because of Aaron Rodgers. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised, though, if the Jets covered. Like a, I could see that. I, I just, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, Pat, I mean, Rodgers even said, like, the way they're winning is not sustainable. Um, but I don't think that that will affect him this early in the season. I think they can beat the Jets, right? Surely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that... I, 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 the game just flipped whenever Teddy came out. Um, that yeah. uh, that Dolphins Jets game flipped whenever. Bruce Which I saw people kind of upset at that because I don't, I didn't see the play, but well, that people was were like, rule. I don't think that he was stumbling. I saw it, knows. and it didn't look a whole lot like he was stumbling. I don't, can we just have common sense? Like that's that's the thing. Like everybody looking at Tua was like, that guy needs to be out. Okay. Yep. But other guys stumble. It's it. Have you seen the way Patrick Mahomes walks? He stumbles half the time because he walks so freaking weird. Yeah, I don't know why he walks the way he does. I don't either. Um, but the I I just can we have can, can we pay attention? That's that's all I need to know. The Tua rule came back to bite them, which I think is just karma for the Dolphins for not taking Tua out in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, and like um, Tyreek, Tyreek his ankle's been messing with him. He may not be able to like. The Dolphins went from like, are these guys going to be the one seed this year to, they're like they're kind of falling apart. So yeah, be interesting, interesting to injuries monitor. can do that. We've seen it happen to the Ravens in years past. You know, you can have a really good team, but if you get caught hit with the injury bug, there's nothing you can do. Cute. Honestly, Char- it, Chargers since like what 2003, I guess. Yeah, well, it's been it's been all but proven that the healthiest teams are the ones that make the Super Bowl. You can yeah. be really good, but the healthiest oh, yeah. teams Absolutely. always make the Super Bowl. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Up next, uh, the most confusing game here for me. I have no idea who to pick. Jags at Colts. Colts um, piss me off. Give me the Jaguars. I'm not picking the Colts. I refuse. <laughs> David is not picking the Colts. I, I wouldn't pick them either. But Trevor Lawrence so was like, looked like doo-doo uh, last week. They, uh, he was playing the Texans. And, <laughs> and he just. What? How do you not beat the Texans? The Texans the thing, aren't even though. trying. They, I don't got, think, they scored six points. I don't think how do you Texans, score six points against Texans? I don't think the Texans are as bad as everybody's saying. I've heard multiple people podcasts say this. They've been so close in every game. A young team, you know what I mean? Like they almost came back against the Chargers. They lost by three to the Bears. They almost beat the Tech. They tied to the Colts. Like okay, give me a. Okay, the Chargers were injury-laden, but I'll give you the Chargers as a good team. The other teams that they played are the Colts, the Broncos, the Bears, and the Jaguars. You're playing a close game against the Colts and the Bears isn't points. That doesn't count. That's not a good win. That's not a, woo, look at what we did, moral victory. That's not even a moral victory. That's no victory. I just have to think that the Jags, like they killed the Chargers, 38 to 10. They were up on the Eagles, 14 nothing, lost yeah. by eight there. I I just I think that they, was a bad week. That was a tough game. 
against the Eagles. Tough game, and I think they let down. That was like the team they were looking forward to beating. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think they have a bounce back. Doug, remember, it's not Urban Meyer anymore, right? Doug Peterson's a good coach. Yeah. And uh, I, I think they come back. I think they can win this game. I really do. I think you're right. I'm gonna go Jags here too. Uh, I thought about I thought about the Colts, but I just don't see the Jags. I going back to back weeks having that bad of an offensive output. I think that actually they've already played each other. Jags won 24-0 week two. Right. The Jags. Have I didn't the Colts realize number. It... Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Jags have the Colts number. Um, and they they've had that in recent recent years but the Colts nothing you've seen from any of their wins have looked good I mean they oh, beat the Chiefs ugly. which was a good team to beat but it was an absolutely ugly win I think if you score over 21 points against the Colts they can't win the game no and I don't I don't I think that the Jags will rebound offensively so I'm gonna go with them here uh up next we have another game that's pretty confusing uh and that's Vikings who are four and one at the three and two dolphins. The Vikings are favored minus three in this matchup. Let's have the conversation now, David, let me, let me list the four and one teams for you. Bills, chiefs, obviously better than the Vikings, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Giants. And Cowboys. Are you going to, are you saying, would you say the Vikings are the worst on that list? I would hear an argument for the Giants, but they'd take some convincing for me. Easily, Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs are far and away better. Yeah, I, th- I think that's that's fairly obvious. Um, but, I'm, I mean, if you're looking at just player to player, the Vikings are better. I mean, oh my goodness, Dalvin Cook, oh, Adam Thielen, oh, Justin Jefferson. But, dude, how are they just coaching? Kirk even went 18 for 18. His first 18 passes he completed. And it's coaching. I like, really I Dayball is good from what we've seen. Yeah. And the Vikings coaching staff is not. I they every time they get a lead, I think they're gonna lose this. They struggle to beat really bad teams despite having so many good skill positions. Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the league, probably. I mean, he's up there. He's in the conversation. They have Thielen, they have Dalvin Cook. And, you know, everybody talks about how Kirk Cousins is underrated and, and is top, he's a top 10 quarterback. You just have to give him a chance. And it's name only, blind resume, Kirk Cousins wins. But then you see stuff like this. This is why we're saying that Kirk Cousins is not that good. Because they almost, and you could say, well, they're 4-1. I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. They, they look so bad every time. They look terrible against the Saints in London. They look bad this past week, almost Gave up a lead to the Bears, the worst offensive team in the league. Dude, I had the Vikings defense, and they had me 10 points start of the fourth quarter. The game ended, and I had three points for the month. They like they just completely fell apart. They're 1-4 they, and yeah. four against the spread this year. 1-4. and, four. and I think falling apart—I I, I don't know. This may just be an old, like, outdated way of thinking. But I think if you're a team that has talent and you fall apart at the end, that's almost always coaching. Yeah, it has to like, be. I, it, it, that's got to be the common denominator there is coaching. Like, if you're good enough to win three quarters of the game, but you can't secure the fourth, it's coaching. Here's the thing. I don't know how confident I am in the Dolphins, who are giving up 400 yards a game and right. may not have their star two, two quarterbacks. This may is not what have I'm saying. Their best the Vikings receiver. are going to be 5-1, and one, and one of the Chiefs or the Bills are going to be 4-2. and two. So the Vikings will have a better record than the Chiefs or the Bills at the end of this week, I think. Yeah. Because I'm going to pick them in this game. I think it's yeah, going to be same. close. I think it'll look ugly, but I'm going to go with them. I uh, I think I trust myself picking the Vikings, who may play definitely a Skylar Thompson or Teddy, than if I were to pick the Dolphins and then end up Skylar Thompson leading this team. So Yeah, that's true. Zayvon Howard's questionable. Tyree Kill's questionable. Like, oof. Yeah, I, uh, it's tough. I don't know. This is just Vikings are such a weird team, man. They're so weird. Are they yeah, first in the NFC North then? Uh, yeah, they have to be so lead. Yeah. Packers are second and then it's behind them is lions and bears. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. No Sorry. tigers though. Sad. Bro. Why is there uh, NFL tiger mascot? That's messed up. It, Lord. Let me introduce you to the next game. Oh wait. Cincinnati Bengal tigers. I meant to do that. That was a good segue. Let's go. Oh. Thank you. Did not. 
You just forgot what a bangle was. You thought that we were talking about bracelets. That's spelled a different way, David. Same letters, no. different order. So, um, Cincinnati Bengals minus one and a half favorite at the Saints. Uh, the Saints just want a shootout against the Seahawks. Geno Smith, good question mark, I guess. Um, we don't know. Uh, and that was the Taysom Hill game. And then the Bengals, we've already talked about them at length. Uh, the Zach Taylor stuff. David, what are you thinking here? I, I, it's in the dome. I know. I think I, if this is in Cincinnati, it's an easy choice. I, I just don't feel like the Saints ever play good outside of the dome. And I, I'm like, why am I someone wanting to pick the Saints? But like, I don't know. Well, well one thing, obviously, I'm going to be cheering against the Bengals. But I, in the dome, like, I think for the first time, the offense kind of clicked almost for the Saints. Did, did you get yeah, that finally. sense? Like, they kind of like figured something out. Ooh. Dude. I'm going Saints. And maybe, again, because I want to root against the Bengals, you could say it. But I think that the, right now I have I feel a lot more confident about the Saints upside than I do the Bengals upside in this matchup. I think the Saints defense is pretty solid. They didn't show a whole lot this last week. But I think at least their pass rush is good. Um, and, I, again, we talked about Bengals play calling. I don't have confidence that if this game is close in the fourth quarter that the players are going to be the right ones that they need to win the game. Mm-hmm. I just don't. So I'm yeah, Saints had 438 total yards of offense, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and um, Taysom Hill was fine. This is the first time I think I've been like, oh, okay, the Taysom Hill thing makes sense. Like, okay, this is why they extended him because he's actually like yeah. doing something. Saints are another team that's just been in close games. One by seven, they lost by three to the Vikings, uh, lost by eight to Carolina, which is just a bad loss, and then lost 20 to 10 to Tampa Bay, which is ugly. Emotions were flaring. I think – yeah, that Carolina game makes no sense. No, yeah, it does not. Uh, here's really the only reason I'm going to pick the Saints. I'll be choosing, cheering against the Bengals anyway, so I might as well just align that. Um, the Bengals probably will win this, but I don't want to be cheering for the Bengals for my pick's mm-hmm. sake, so give me the Saints. Okay. Up next, Ravens minus five, uh, three and two, coming off a win Sunday Night Football against the Bengals at – the four and one New York football giants who despite not using their quarterback as a quarterback <laughs> managed to keep winning games. <laughs> Saquon looks like the best back in the league right now. I have to say I was wrong. I I kind of thought he was overrated, but at this moment he's he's looking really good. Uh Dayball seems to be great, <laughs> a great hire right now, but we know how that can turn, you know. Hopefully he doesn't win coach of the year. Um, cause it seems like every time you win coach of the year in the NFL, you're cursed, uh, mm. past winners include Matt Nagy and Oof. somebody else that just recently got fired. Actually can't like, Matt rule. No, there's no way. No, <laughs> Matt, no. Matt rule didn't win anything, bro. Not even games. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Matt, Matt. <laughs> so we're subject Matt. for Panthers fans. Yeah. All, all four of them. Um, <laughs> Dude, you, you, you might have this team, maybe not, because you're probably like, no, this is this the Chiefs for me. You ever have that one team outside your favorite team? You're like, it'd just be so cool to see them like be successful. And for me, it'd be like the Panthers. I just think they're cool colors. Like, it'd be cool to see the Panthers like be successful. I don't know. The Panthers have good uniforms. That's really all they have going for them right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, anyway, I, I am not going to pick the Giants. I'm picking the Ravens here. Uh, Justin Tucker, Lamar Jackson. It's weird that I just said the kicker's name first, but that's how legitimately amazing Justin Tucker is at kicking the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, I, I just I, loved, I love the are you not impressed, like hands up after he hits that field goal at midfield. Like he's just yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, honestly, Giants kind of have some injuries right now with Kadarius Tony and Tyra Taylor, Leonard Williams. They have no, they have no wide receivers in their winning games. Yeah. It makes no sense. Although they are four and one against the spread, and they're four and one overall, but I, it's hard for me to pick against the Ravens. Also, considering that I have Lamar on my fantasy team, um, Ravens just so, seem to find ways to win games. Yeah, um, and I think that I don't see a world in which the Giants blow them out. I think that Justin Tucker has a shot. And, yeah. and to be honest, I know would be could be. Shut up, right? But they they could be five and zero right now. Mm-hmm. They had they had 
three possession leads on both get teams that they lost end up losing to. And yeah. if they keep just a couple things right, especially with the Bills losing by three, this team could easily be five and zero. So I think the Ravens are very good. I think they still win this uh, AFC North and uh, they'll win this game. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, up next, Bucks at Steelers. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on this. The Steelers look awful. I don't think there's any way I'm going to pick against the Bucks right now. Are they going to be the end up being the worst team in the league this year? I don't know. They're they're close. Because even their the offense, Texans are going to scrap by and get some wins. Their so, offense, so the Bears, their offense is just awful. It, it's it's truly terrible. Um, and I I just don't know what's going on. I and yes, they played the Bills, and the Bills are the best team, if not second best, you know, somewhere in the top three teams in the league. And they but, love to pad their scores, but you know. But to not to not even. I mean, not even put together a cohesive drive, essentially. Yeah. At three points, it and those three were a very rare three. Uh, I just... Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't Kenny's also that. just not in a good spot right now. Like, I hope he doesn't get... This doesn't hurt him or... Because it's like he's just not in a good situation. And obviously, it's going mean, to be on him as a quarterback. We were all saying, when are they making a switch to Kenny over Mitch? But I'd say if your offense is going to play this bad, it doesn't really matter who your quarterback is. When I saw, we don't want to spend time, but I saw on Twitter, like, people were upset. Like, you put Kenny Pickett in, and why are we, like, running the ball? And for, like, they're, they were down 14 points at one point, and they ran the ball on first and second down. And analysts were like, what are you guys doing? Like, Mike, are you just already, like, throwing the towel in? So, yeah. I don't it's know what the Steelers are doing. But yeah. I think Tomlin, for the first time, will have a losing record to finish this year. Yeah, I think you're right about that. So, we're both in the Bucks. I think like yeah. 89% of Americans will be on the Bucks, and those that aren't are just going to be Steelers fans. Uh, next, Panthers, um, who are one and four and just fired their coach. Uh, at the Rams, who are two and three, just kind of got embarrassed by the Cowboys um, on the late afternoon game on Fox. Uh, but the Rams are still favored minus 10 and a half, and that's because the Panthers suck. They they suck. They're really bad. They're not good at football. It doesn't. We don't know if Baker can go. Actually, ankle injury. I'm seeing doubtful. Yeah. So, and I is Darnold is Darnold healthy? I know he had an ankle thing too. I think um, it's TJ. Uh, oh, PJ Walker. Oh, that XFL guy. Yep, and it's actually a Matt Matt Rules guy. So they fire Matt Rule, and now they're gonna have to start his quarterback. Yep. Um, but do they win this though? What you? No. What's this? The fire coach their... bump, I think, is a real thing, but no. Okay. No. I I no. I just don't. And How surely the Rams. Surely the Rams aren't bad, right? Even though they continue to disappoint. This seems like the the Rams are below 500 the first time under Sean McVay's tenure, uh, which is extremely impressive. Um, mm-hmm. That he's gone this long without having a team be below 500 at any point in the season. I think this is their get right game. I don't think they're going to be Super Bowl contenders. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Um, and I definitely think they should beat the Panthers. And if they want to have any shot of making the playoffs, they need to not only beat the Panthers, but it needs to be convincing. Yeah, this is a must win game. And I, I think they do win here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Up next, Cardinals 2 and 3 at Seahawks 2 and 3. Cardinals, even though they're the road team, are favored here. Um, baffling decision-making by Kyler Murray in their last game that really cost them a shot at, at, at the bird slaying of the other birds um, against the Eagles. Uh, Seahawks, Geno Smith looks like good as a quarterback. I, what the frick yeah. is going on this year? What Dude, is happening? I don't know. He's had like a much better year than, than Russ has. He's at, He's thrown for 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. That's like genuinely a good stat line. Yeah, he's he's looking really good. Um, I will say, painful for the Seahawks. Rashad Penny is done. I think I saw he broke for the his year. fibula, right? Yeah, he's out for the year. Which that just stinks, man. Seahawks and running backs. I feel like they just continued to lose them to season. Since, Mar- since Marshawn, yeah, it's, they're done. But hey. They put up 32, 48, and 23 points the last three games. That's impressive. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, know I, I don't know what to do here. I have no, uh, and the only reason I don't know what to do here is because I want to pick the Seahawks mainly because I, I just, ugh, the Cardinals are just gross. Because if you pick them and you have to root for them, you're like, stop doing stupid stuff. 
but I can just see visions of just Kyler Murray running around in circles in the backfield and then throwing bombs. So I, with that in mind, I'm going to say that's a bad dream. I'm picking the Seahawks here. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, the, I will say we were talking about this. We thought like Seahawks might be one of the worst teams, but I think this is another pick. We were like, no one saw coming because they're playing well. And dare we say Pete Carroll was right in the divorce of him and Russell Wilson? Everyone was like, Pete Carroll, you're crazy. Why would you leave Russell Wilson? Why would you let him leave? And and now he's just sitting there with his arms crossed saying, look at the film, right? So I mean, I think it's telling that Russell Wilson wasn't even the first choice for the team that he went to. Yeah. Okay. They wanted an older quarterback who they would have probably had to pay more money before they wanted Wilson. Um, you could say, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. Everybody would want Aaron Rodgers, but not everybody wanted Aaron Rodgers because a lot of people weren't trying to get Aaron Rodgers and not clearly not everybody wanted Russell Wilson. I think there was a reason for that. Yeah. So I think purely so Seahawks are home and coach wise. I think Pete Carroll's a better coach than Kingsbury. Yeah, I so don't think that's in doubt. Give me the Seahawks. This home field, man, besides, I mean, they're the second loudest stadium uh, in the NFL. Uh, and yeah. Kyler will not be in hot and sunny Arizona, so yeah, he'll probably, think, he'll probably throw another temper tantrum, right? Yeah, he seems to be. I don't know. He's not very. It feels like they're just holding on for DeAndre Hopkins, which is insane to think about that this team is like holding on for a receiver to come back, and then maybe they're going to be good. Like, if you're Hopkins, you got to be scared about all the pressure that's on you right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, you know. Not allowed 20 points the last three games, but it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Actually, more. More than that, actually. But Up next, the game of the week, I think, unequivocally. Um, I think everybody agrees on this. Bills, 4-1. At Chiefs, 4-1. Bills were initially favored uh, by one. They are now favored by three uh, after the Chiefs struggled to beat the Las Vegas Raiders uh, coming back from a 17-point deficit. Uh, head says Bills, heart says Chiefs. I'm not going to pick against the Chiefs. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I, I I think the Bills are better. I, I genuinely do. I think the Bills are a better team. Um, I think they're beat, designed to beat the Chiefs in the regular season. And I think that we will, no matter who wins this game, supremely overreact. Mm. Um. No matter what, we're going to be like, oh, my God. So whoever wins this game is the best team in the league, clearly. And they just dealt a huge bow. And ah, both of these teams are going to make the playoffs. Both of them are going to be high seeds. And that's when it's going to matter. They're probably going to play in the playoffs, and that's when it will matter. I don't I don't think this game is that important. However, I think the Chiefs may have more motivation, which is weird to say. Um mm. Because the Bills had that heartbreaking loss in the playoffs, but I think the Chiefs are going to remember getting embarrassed in prime time at home. You know, what you could say yeah. about that Bills Chiefs game in the playoffs is it was close and the Bills had every opportunity and every chance to win that game. The Chiefs got destroyed when they played three. the regular season. Absolutely. No, yeah, no, it was it was a blowout, yeah. It was it was embarrassing to watch. Um, it it was embarrassing from the moment it started. I think the Chiefs may have. I'm sure Andy Reid's gonna be playing that tape all week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I I could I can confidently say that we're gonna see each other in the playoffs. Like I just don't see a way where we don't play each other again. Um, I will say this: gets knocked out early, I and mean, then that's the only true. way. Yeah. I don't. I will. I don't think they will play until the championship game. The way that the seeds work. I don't think that that will be possible. Um, but I think they'll be one and two. I thought it wouldn't be the case, but. It just looks like there's clear separation between them and everybody else in the AFC. Well, yeah. And like the Dolphins somehow fell and Ravens can't keep a lead. Bengal, like there's just so many teams that we thought would be separating. And so yeah. it's just Bills. You know, give me the Bills. They just, they got a good team, man. They just got a really good, well-coached team. And I, how could you pick? I can't tell. How joking. could you pick against them? No, give me the Bills. I want you're the Bills. Act, you're actually saying this? Yes. You're going to root against your pick, right? If you root for the Bills on Sunday, I'm going to kill you. 
why would I root for the Bills? I'm just, you know, this is just the the football guy in me. Like, how could you? Well, you say you, you say you always pick. Yeah, I guess you did say you weren't going to pick against them. So you just, you how, you know, I don't want to see a panel that picks all one team. That's just not good for business. So it's, I really hope that you're wrong, and I think you also really hope that you're wrong. Yeah, he's since this is a visual medium, you or not a visual medium, you couldn't see David furiously shaking his head up and down. And the Dang, yes, and Bills response. are just a Bills are just a good team. I don't. See All right, shut up. I know. Shut game. up. Just stop. I I mean, I think I think you're right. I think they're actually better than the Chiefs, but we win stupid games all the time that we're not supposed to. Case in point, last night. Um, Cowboys at Eagles, <laughs> a game that we thought was gonna suck for Sunday Night Football. It turns out to be a matchup between a four and one team and an undefeated team, the only undefeated team in the league, the Philadelphia Eagles, who I am picking to lose this game. I, I think be, the Cowboys, this will be a good game. I, I think that I think this will be a good game. I think the Eagles are solid, but I think that the Cowboys are playing better right now. And again, it's the Micah Parsons just visions. That, that man is a menace. He he single-handedly was shutting down the Rams. Uh, when he couldn't even play all the downs, he was only playing on third down at the second half of that Cowboys game. Yeah, I'm Rams surprised game. they kept playing him because he did not look 100%. Well, he was still out there and he was dominating. Um, and I, I, again, I think I really, really, genuinely believe the Eagles are not this good. I think they're a trick. I, I, I can just see they feel like the Cardinals to me. They just feel like a trick, and I think that they're waiting for them to lose. Um, and I think that this is the time that they'll do it. And Zach will be really happy that I'm saying this. Yeah, dude. I, honestly, I think these are two of the one of the some of the best defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. However good or bad the Eagles are, I think their defense is legit. Yeah, their defense is absolutely legit. Stellar pass rush. These linebackers can be physical, but they can also cover. Darius Slay Jr. in the backfield, among a couple other. Like they just got a really, really solid defense. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this was really, really low scoring. And um, I think this is a game that's appropriate for this, but I'm, I'm going to pick the Eagles. I think it's appropriate that we split on this. Yeah, I think I, you're right. Both, both, both will be good defenses, but man, I just, you just never know with this offense, right? The problem with the Eagles, people have been saying all year is like they look good in the first half, but for some reason they just either let their foot off the gas or, or something, but they just cannot put up points in the second half. So, mm-hmm. you know, that might be the reason why the Cowboys win this game, but give me the Eagles. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys won because the defense is legit. Um, although I will say the two, the three deep balls given up were, you know, guarded by you know who on the Cowboys. So I think if you just yeah, Trayvon Diggs is bad. I think he's not just, good. Just just let AJ Brown run vertical, and I, I think you can run past him. But yeah, this will be a good game. I hope it's a good game. I wouldn't be surprised though if this is like a, like oh 16 to 10, the Cowboys won, or like you know. It'll be a low yeah, I think game, this could so. be low scoring. I think it's sneaky could be. Um, I, ho- I hope also, it's as good as we think it might be. Do we know? Are we getting Dak? I did, I, which is weird that I didn't even factor that into my decision oh, making there. Um, I don't know, actually. He still said he's day-to-day, I think. So it's possible that he plays. I don't think they need to rush him back. I think that they're – I mean, Cooper Rush didn't win them that game, but he didn't lose it either, and that's what they needed. Now, mm-hmm. I think he'll have to play pretty well for them to win. But, again, I just – I have, I, I, I just, I, I hear the F word when I think of the Eagles. I hear the word fraud. I just hear it, and mm-hmm. I, I think that this team is not as good as the record says. Um, and that, I think that shows by last week. Um, yeah. And some of the previous games that they played. So I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm not seeing much. Like I'm not even seeing like updates of whether he will or not. Um, yeah, I know they just said on Sunday during the game that he said he was day to day. Um. So we'll see. Jerry Jones said that he needs to spin the ball, but what the heck does Jerry Jones know anything about football? Yeah, but Jerry Jones seems to be the one that gets to make those decisions despite not knowing anything about football. So that's always Yeah, that's I mean, true. That's always the thing. So yeah. all right, last game. Man, they really did it to us this time. Monday night <laughs> what, football. The what Broncos, the darlings of primetime football. Oh my goodness. Despite being one of the <laughs> most disgusting teams to watch on television, are at the Chargers. The Chargers are favored minus five in a game that nobody wants to attend. I can guarantee you that. Nobody in Los Angeles is clamoring to get a ticket to this game. 
And nobody's excited to watch Monday Night Football. This feels like vintage Monday Night Football. This is like, ah, yes, ESPN is back with their sucky game. Um, is this the third? How, how many yes. night games in a row yep. is Broncos yep. being primetime? Yeah, this is also their second Monday Night Football game, if I'm correct, because week one they were also on Monday Night Football against the Seahawks. So, yeah, they played Monday night, Niners. Thursday night, and now Sunday night, and that fourth. This is their fourth. Yeah, Niners is prime time, too. And that game was also disgusting. I, oh, my goodness. Chargers. I, Chargers. 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 <laughs> I'm not freaking picking the Broncos. Um, no. We should discuss the Russell Wilson. We hinted at it, the Russell Wilson injury. Um, it, the lat tear, I think, is what he said it was. Lateral, yeah, yeah, something like, like what was it? I think it was a slight tear in his latissimus dorsi. Um, that's a clinical term. And I, I mean, I think we all thought this was going to happen. The, the, he's been playing so bad that even if there's not um, something wrong with him, we felt like they were going to say it. But yeah, apparently he's been getting platelet injections to help with an injured shoulder. Um, he is his lat is partially torn, according to Adam mm. Schefter. Um, and that was so announced after the is Colts he game. Or yeah, no? he said they said he's going to play, even though he's at less than 100%, which I would welcome if I was the opposing team. Yeah, um, exactly. I th- Yeah, I, I don't know. Chargers are obviously banged up, as the Chargers always are, because they have the, I don't know, a training staff. I don't even. I'm trying to think of a film reference for people that want to injure kids. Um, they also have a training mm, staff comprised of the John Voight character from Varsity Blues. I, like I don't know. Who, they just want also, people to play hurt. Who's a worse play caller or play in-game decision? Brandon Staley or Zach Taylor? Um, Brandon Staley was bad in this. Brandon almost lost in the game. Should I have. think? I think Brandon Staley has it just because his mess ups are funnier. That's true. He's like a Browns should have won that game. I was actually upset because the Browns we picked that game. Browns should have won that. Chargers had so many dumb decisions. Yeah. Also, um, Staley just loves to be like, I'm gonna be aggressive. I'm going for it on fourth down. And then when you're like, Oh God, we're playing the Chargers. I hope they don't go for this fourth down that they could easily get one yard on their own twenty. I hope they settle for a field goal here. And Brandon Staley's like, You bet your ass, I'm gonna do that. I'm going to settle, even though I've been going for it all game, because I'm Brandon Staley, and you never know what's going to happen, because I'm crazy. Um, yeah, that's yeah, – yikes. He's funny. He's funny to watch. I, this, this is another game. I think this game and Bears Commanders might just be the, like, morbid watching. It's almost like watching a horror movie. You're like, you know mm-hmm. something bad's going to happen, but you can't, you can't look away while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's the same thing. Um, so, yeah, we're both going Chargers here. I – Another another weird week. This is still through week five, five weeks of football. It turned out to be kind of the weirdest uh, NFL season that I can remember, and I kind of like it. It's strange. Uh, weird games, weird upsets, and uh, teams good that we thought would be bad, and teams bad that we thought would be good. So here we are. But it's been What Do You Want to Watch? Uh, episode 43, NFL Week 6 talk. And uh, you know what? Talk to y'all later. Bye.